Twitter at Dilly Sanders, and with me, as always, today is my co-host Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And boy, do we have an episode for you this week? Yeah, it's great that we're recording at eleven thirty at night right now, because um, we're going to be doing this for a little while. That's and gonna be I have to be up, an okay. I have to be up at like five forty-five or six for class, so I mm, can't wait. I mean, I got to be up at like by like. I hate you because you're going to say like 9 or 10. 4 p.m. for work. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, my God. This weekend is so, so many good football games. Um, four top 25 matchups. And uh, we're going to talk about all of them. So we're going to just kind of hop into the pick them. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the six best games in football this week, uh, four top 25 matchups, and then the NFL games are our favorite teams. So, yeah, that, that's wonderful. Yeah, we, we want to talk about less of our favorite teams, but they just end up <laughs> playing like interesting games every week. Very unbiased. <laughs> Very unbiased. Um, and I wasn't going to talk about the the Saints this week, but the spread was interesting to me. This red's actually gone down since the other because I'm pretty sure on Monday it was like Jacksonville minus three. Oh my goodness. Disrespectful. All right, but the first game is going to be Giants at Patriots, the Thursday night football game. Spread New England minus 17. And Brandon, I'll go ahead and let you talk about it. Uh, this is very easy for me to take New England at minus 17. Uh, yeah. Giants are just hurting so bad right now. No Evan Ingram, no Sterling Shepard, no Saquon Barkley. Um, prior to what someone sent in as a mailbag and what I've seen a lot on Twitter today, the Giants are not going to bench Daniel Jones for this game to start Eli Manning because the Giants are still trying to win football games. They're not tanking at all. They're one game below 500 right now. Yeah. So they're not tanking. They're trying to win these games. And they started Daniel Jones because they felt that they needed a change and that he gave them the best chance to win games immediately. Mm-hmm. They're not going to then bench him for Eli because six, seven years ago, and then a dec- over a decade ago, uh, Eli was able to beat them in the Super Bowl twice. Different Eli, different teams. Play Daniel Jones feed golden tate i guess and darius slayton and hope for the best uh but i'm gonna say that a lot of this game is going to come down to the giants defense which is rough but if i had to pick like three defensive players that a lot of the weight of this game is going to be on it's corner janoris jenkins 
because someone needs to disrupt the Patriots passing attack. Safety, who's basically playing linebacker at this point with all the linebacker injury, Jabril Peppers. And as much as I hated the pick when it was made, he's been playing very well so far, and I'm going to give it to Dexter Lawrence the second. Uh, he's impressed me so far. He's going to need to have a big game if they're going to try to upset the Patriots. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You know, this is the kind of game that I typically... I don't like giving 17 points. Um. I mean, but uh, the Giants are just so bad. And the Patriots have looked just so good. But On Tom, top of being as bad as the Giants are, they are very banged up right now. And missing their like three best players. Yeah, they're missing their three best skill players on offense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with New England. But Tom Brady has not looked that great this year. Uh, no, he hasn't. Um... And, and Which is against weird literally how easy their schedule's been, aside from the Bills. Against any other team, and if like one of Saquon, Evan Ingram, or Sterling Shepard were in the game, I would probably go Giants, but it's a real banged up team that wasn't that great to begin with. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go New England. To Honestly, even if we had Saquon, I would go Giants plus seventeen. I think they would just feel free to just run the clock with him. Yeah. But now right. you have uh, a not 100% Wayne Gallman. Uh, I'm not even sure if he's going to play, actually. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure if he's been cleared yet. Uh, at, at the time that, yeah, we're recording this, I'm not sure if he's been cleared. So we're going to be going with uh, Hilleman and Elijah Perry again, I guess. Yeah, so I'm going to feel comfortable going New England minus 17 here. Yeah, I mean, Boston's not that far. If the Giants need a running back, I could like I could try. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if they're just taking you're anybody, you're a former at this athlete. Point, all right. <laughs> For those that are new, that's completely false. <laughs> He's a football player, not an athlete. Big difference. Uh, the next game is going to be the Saints at the Jaguars. The spread: Jacksonville minus one. Um, I, I I haven't seen either, anything from either either of these teams to indicate that the Jaguars are going to, I think, upset the Saints. I feel like it'd be an upset. The Saints have looked like the best team, in, like one of the best teams in football. I was going to say, definitely not the best, but one of. Yeah, yes. that's what um, I with, with their backup at quarterback. Yeah. Um, um, Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves, has looked lights out. Um, and Gardner Minshew's looked really good. But the Saints defense is also finally going into getting into their groove. Um, and once that happened last year, they were shut down the entire year. Did you see the, uh, I forgot who it was that tweeted out, but he basically said that all these fans are going crazy about Marshawn Lattimore uh, clamping top receivers back to back and then it turns out that Lattimore only lined up on Mike Evans in man like three times <laughs> and, and everybody's just like Lattimore is clamping him and it's like he only lined up on him three times really so and Dennis Allen did a fantastic job yeah no Dennis Allen is a great defensive mind and um he's been one of the best things that happened to the Saints in a while um and I'm really am gonna hate whenever he becomes a head coach 
Because I don't want him to leave. Uh, again? Wasn't he the Raiders head coach at one point? I think or wasn't so. Wasn't he a head coach? I think so. Maybe maybe the, the defensive coordinator life suits him. Maybe, I mean, that just happens for some people. Look at Rob Ryan. Uh, Dave Aranda. David, of course you're bringing up an LSU coach. I'm just saying, he could be a head coach somewhere. But, I mean, to be fair, also LSU is making him paid higher than most head coaches. That's fair. Um, uh, Dennis Allen was the head coach of the Raiders from 2012 to 2014. I mean, to be fair, it's the Raiders. I'm not saying he was good or that they were successful or bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, yeah, he was a head coach. Yeah, um... And, uh, he's he's looked really good uh, in the defensive coordinator role for the Saints. Um, I'm taking the Saints to cover. Obviously, I just the Saints have looked really good. Um, and y'all know how I feel about the Saints. I talk about it for 20 minutes every episode. Minimum. Um, <laughs> I'm going the Saints also, just because I don't think the Jaguars look as good as people are making them look i think at this point a lot of people are in love with gardner Minshew, which of course we are also awesome player uh i love gardner his, Minshew. his agent never got back to me but i did try scheduling an interview <laughs> his agent probably read it and was just like who the fuck are these guys um but you know i think everybody's just in love with him right now they're in love with uh the breakout year for dj chark and Leonard Fournette had a, a huge game against the Broncos, but uh, I think they're just kind of being overhyped right now, which is weird because they're not even being hyped that much. Yeah, I just think I think Vegas is overhyping them with this. It's uh, it's unfortunate for Leonard Fournette to choose this time to break out against the the Broncos because the Saints' run defense is gonna make him disappear again. <laughs> I mean, he sucks anyway. So. <laughs> and and I think they're getting Trey Hendrickson back, so it's even even better. Uh, Sheldon Rankin's coming back strong from that Achilles injury. That that's really the uh, the X factor for me. Also, is that Sheldon Rankin's is back, and he's only going to get better as his year goes on. Mm-hmm. All right, and then so our next game is going to be uh, number ten. Oh, we're going to college now. I should probably mention that, but. It's going to be number 10, Penn State, and number 17, Iowa. Spread, Penn State, minus three. Um, can I just say that that dude who sent that letter to the Penn... To, uh, oh, fuck that, that guy. Is all, like, <laughs> what a terrible I think, I think his name's I think his name's like David. Fuck you, David. <laughs> uh, who did he send you? Jonathan Sutherland, I think. I, I think so. Yeah, you're like, you racist piece of shit. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. It was I, hope, John I hope every Penn State player puts on like a wig of dreads and then plays the next game like that. They, they probably won't fall out that much with the helmets on. Like, just put on the wig, play your game. Screw that guy. Wasn't, or actually, wasn't Paul Bosluzny a Penn State yes, line was, at some point? He, he was. He was one of the uh, Penn State linebacker boys when they were still linebacker. You. Yeah, and uh, he had the he had the long hair. I wonder if he uh, if he had a problem with that. But they they weren't dreads. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's his problem. That they were dreads down to his shoulders. Yeah. Penn State should make helmets just like with like fake with, dreads, just attached to the helmets, and then just play games like that. Oh man. <laughs> uh man, the guy the guy apparently who, who responded saying that. Uh, he said uh, that 
it was not his intent at all to make a racial or cultural statement. Didn't I feel like he said something like more racist in that statement? Did though. he? I feel like the way he said it, people were just like, oh, "I feel like you made it worse there." <laughs> With just like what he said, Dave Peterson, that guy. Oh, uh, um, it wasn't um, it wasn't threatening or anything. I was just disgruntled about some of the hairdos that we're seeing. You think as of Penn State as a bunch of clean cut guys, and you do see many who are clean cut. But the tattoos in the hair, there are a lot of guys with hair coming down to their backs and it looks awful. And it's the same for the NFL and NBA too. Did you see that uh, James Laurinaitis actually commented on it on TV? And uh, I'm, or I'm pretty sure it was on TV. I remember seeing it. But James Laurinaitis, former Ohio State linebacker, commented on it and said that he got his like tattoo sleeve after his sophomore year, I think it was. Uh-huh. And he got letters from fans that were like, oh, we're so disappointed that you would do that to yourself. And he's kind of just like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Players are allowed to have whatever hair and tattoos they want as long as they're not, like, actually offensive. Yeah, and James Franklin's speech afterwards was great, so give me Penn State minus three. Oh, yeah, not even... We didn't even talk about this game at all. Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Iowa State looked really bad against a Michigan Even defense Iowa. that's been that's been oh yeah sorry I'm I'm still in Big Twelve mode I was watching Iowa State at I'm a sorry. bunch of games of theirs today uh, I love it okay <laughs> I love their games um, yeah Iowa looked really bad last week against a Michigan defense that this was their first time showing up all year so and it makes you think was it Michigan showing up. Or was Iowa's offensive line just bad? And I think we're going to, which is weird to say about Iowa because yeah. they're always is a top offensive line in college football. But and they have some good Pat- guys like Tristan Wirfs is really good. Yeah, and um, Alaric Jackson didn't look good last week, but it's his first game back from injury, so we'll give him up by that time. Uh, but Penn State's defense is considerably better than Michigan's. And I think Yator Grossmatos is going to have a, field a day? fun time. Yeah, I think he's going to have a field day against Iowa. So I'm taking Penn State minus three here. Yeah. Um, Devin Jackson, Devin the Verified Jackson has got me believing in this Penn State team. Yeah, what the hell? You're welcome, Penn State. I brought in Devin, and it's just like amazing for you guys now. <laughs> um. And then the second uh, top 25 matchup is going to be number one Alabama at number 24 Texas, 24, at 24 Texas A&M. Spread Alabama minus 16 and a half. Give me those Aggies. Yeah, you're going uh, Tamu? I'm going Tamu to cover. Not to win, but to cover. This is going to be not. very similar to the Clemson game. I'm, I'm not. I'm Alabama. Uh, um, I, I just think they're going to be too much for... A&M's defense. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to win, but I feel like this is the kind of game they're, they're, they typically play a close game. Um, Can't wait for the nice backdoor cover at the last second again. Like I said, the thing is going to happen just like the Clemson game, where it's not going to look close. The score, however, is going to... If that happens again, I hope you know I'm never allowing Texas A&M to go back in this pick <laughs> Never. Or any Jimbo Fisher coach team. He has to be gambling, and he has to just be like, okay, like we can't win, 
but I'm betting against this. I'm betting on us for this double-digit spread. We're going to try to keep it as close as we can. At the last second, if we have to go for a touchdown, we're, we're doing it. Like, we're just, I don't care if we can win or not. <laughs> it was like um, Pete Carroll against the Saints. Yeah. That he was just throwing touchdowns in the last couple <laughs> of seconds with no no shot at winning at all. That He was betting on that game. Oh, 100%. You cannot tell me different. Um, yeah, I'm going, going Tamu to cover, backdoor cover. Um, we went through those games a, a little fast, and I think people are going to be a little curious as to why. It's like, we got, we're going kind of in-depth on these next couple right, of so games. We've decided we're going to test it out. There are some big rivalry games going on, and we're thinking for these big rivalry games, we're going to go in-depth position group versus position group and see what we think is better on each team, and then pick them. Yeah, um, and uh, we didn't really discuss this beforehand, so we're going to do it now. Um, I'm thinking that you go your first position, or you go a position, then I go the next one, and then we just, like, who goes first? Yeah, I think that's, time that's fine. Okay. Um, but the first game is going to be the Red River Shootout, Showdown, Rivalry, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's Big 12. You could call it Shootout. That's what it's going to be. Probably. Well, that's what it used to be called. Yeah, I just and I've then heard so it was many too controversial. Things. No, it used to be it was shootout for a long time, and then it was too controversial. So they made change it to rivalry, and then showdown, and then back to rivalry, and then back to showdown. Well, no, that's true because when it was called a shootout, they would actually give the players guns, and, and they would just let them run on the field and just screw it. <laughs> this isn't uh, Florida versus Miami. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> come on, that was a good joke. It was, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, looking for a new co-host. <laughs> number six, Oklahoma versus number 11, Texas. The first position group is going to be quarterback, um, and I think that's very obviously going to go to Oklahoma. Um, Sam Ellinger is great, but uh, Jalen Hurts has come come to Oklahoma and done as the Sooners do. Um, and they, he's shown up and become really good and become a Heisman candidate. Yeah, uh, I like Sam Ellinger more, but I think that Jalen Hurts, at least at this point in time, is better than Sam Ellinger as a college football quarterback or pro quarterback prospect, you could say, also. Um, so, yeah, I'm also going Oklahoma. And then the second position group is running back. And I feel like Oklahoma has the bigger name running backs in Trey Sermon, Kennedy Brooks. But I'm I'm going Texas here if Keontae Ingram is healthy. Mm-hmm. Big big if on that. If Ingram's healthy, I'm going Texas. Uh, because Trey Sermon, Kennedy Brooks, they're great. They haven't been given the ball a ton this year. Combined, they have sixty or 70 carries mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has 57 he's leading the team in carries right now and yards yeah both of these teams quarterbacks have been yeah they're they're good they're both of these teams have very good mobile quarterbacks but I don't know what it is but Oklahoma is not running the ball with their running backs uh, at all. not at all um, so I'm actually, I'm going to go with Texas because not only Keontae Ingram, but Roshan Johnson, Roshan Johnson. Oh my God. I love this kid. I've been tweeting about it since his first game or since actually the LSU game, because this offense just looked 
so much more intense with him at running back. No, I love the move to, to running back. I knew I know it was out of necessity, but he's looked really good. Yeah, and then uh, this last week against West Virginia was his first game where he really saw an increased workload. And he, he his best game. He had his best game of the year. Yeah, he looked really good. One carries for 121 yards. Mm-hmm. Only a long of 17. So it's yeah. not like he's just picking up these huge yards. He's taking chunk and chunk and chunk. And I I love this kid. And I know Keontae Ingram's only a sophomore. So imagine next year or if Ingram stays and Roshan stays at running back for two years. They can have probably the best duo in college football. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go UT as well. Um, mainly because they actually use their use their running backs, basically. Um, I I cannot believe that Jalen Hurts has more carries than both of their running backs, and he's only he probably has more touchdowns back. combined too. He does. He has seven rushing touchdowns, and I think they have uh, I think they have like five combined. Yeah. But um. So do you count Jalen Hurts as their starting running back? <laughs> I mean, if we did, then I would maybe consider him. Because uh, I mean, but even then, Texas has Sam Ellinger, who's not bad running either. Exactly, and Ramondre Stevenson on Oklahoma has more carries than Kennedy Brooks at this point in the season. Yeah. Um, the next one uh, is another one that seems kind of clear cut for me. Um, it's wide receiver. I'm gonna go Oklahoma. Um, I, I hate that we're agreeing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel like in the next one we might disagree a little bit. See, I think that's what we think, but I think we'll actually agree more than we won't. You think so? I think so. We'll find out, though. We we are very prepared for this. Uh, yeah, I asked I asked Dylan before we recorded. I was like, oh, should we maybe fill out these position things before we go? And he's just like, no, we'll just do it. So we have no idea how this is going to shape shape no, up. No, we really don't. Um, and I feel like a lot of these a lot of these have been kind of straightforward so far. So far, yeah. Um, I mean, because Oklahoma is known for all of their wide receivers because they have a million of them. They're all pretty good. Um, and Texas has Devin Duvernay. They're supposed to, I mean, Colin Johnson has kind of, no, you cannot, you cannot say him right now. He fallen off the face of the expect. earth. I was going to say, he's yeah. like, um, they have Malcolm Epps who hasn't looked awful. Um, uh, Eagles is a fast. He's, that's all he is though. He's just fast. Yeah. If you get in the ball in space, it's great. But if you can't, yikes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Oklahoma. Plus they have um, Grant Calcaterra. C. And uh, C.D. Yeah, oh, yeah, C.D. Lamb. Yeah. C.D. Lamb. And then kind of the X factor that I'm including here is Charleston Rambo, the wide receiver for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's just got it. And I was posting about him last week on Twitter. I was just showing... Uh, highlights i i just think he's got it as a receiver and yeah he's easy money that's the best way to put it yeah he's he's a great number two where he could be a number one on probably most teams mm-hmm. uh, and then the next position group we have is the offensive line and this one when i first thought about it initially i was just like oh, oh it's oklahoma um i'm not so sure i feel that way anymore and by that, I mean I am 100% going Texas <laughs> as the better offensive line because Oklahoma has Creed Humphrey as their 
best player on the on the O line. That's that's great. He's awesome. He's a better center in this game for sure. Um, but what really sets us apart for me is that Zach Shackelford, good center. Samuel Cosme, the left tackle for Texas, has allowed one hurry this whole season so far. No hits, no sacks. And he hasn't been playing just he he played against Caleb on Chason and he played great against Chason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm all in on Samuel Cosme and he's the reason that I'm picking Texas as the better offensive line. Hmm, it's close. It's very, very close for me. Um, this is probably the closest matchup we'll get between the two. Yeah, probably. Um <sighs> Creed Humphrey's really good. He is, yes. And Adrian Ely's not bad. Nope. But it's it's really between, like, it's, it's coming down between, like, hum- Creed Humphrey and uh, and Zach Sha- Shackelford. Um, Cosme's good. Yeah, I'm just looking at the years of these guys, and both of these teams have, like, Texas... Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his, nasty, his last name. Actually, I am, but it's probably going to be horrible. Junior Anguilla. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. True freshman. Uh, Samuel Cosme is a redshirt sophomore. And then Oklahoma has four players on the, or actually all five of their offensive linemen are redshirt sophomores or younger. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just something I just noticed. It's insane. <laughs> Um, I think I think I'm gonna. Mm, I don't know. Oklahoma's offensive line has looked really good. They've performed. They've they've kept him upright, except for against like I think UCLA. UCLA got a, like four or five sacks. Um, I'm gonna go Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go so Texas. As you can see, this is the day we decided to agree. Um, for everything. Defensive line and edge. I think we're going to agree here. <laughs> you think we're going to agree here? I think so. Um, let's see. Again, I th- I don't know. It's not that easy for me. Um, I definitely think I, I definitely know where I'm going to go next. Um... I guess, I guess I'll go Texas. I think. Oh, okay. So we're not going to agree. Not going to agree. No, uh, Texas no, is Texas's defensive line impressed me a lot versus LSU. Even meaning, you know, it was a very high-scoring game. Um, yeah, they they, uh, they put some points in the board. <laughs> well, a couple game, a couple a couple points. Um, hmm. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, my reason that I'm picking Oklahoma is mainly because Texas has a very good defensive line. Edge group's fine. I just think that they don't have like that dude. I think they do. They have Malcolm Roach, who I think is that dude. I, he's not as much as that dude as Neville Gallimore is. That's fair. And then also on the edge, John Michael Terry for me is really pushes it over for Oklahoma. Yeah. It's again, I think it's I think it's kinda close. Um 
I like Malcolm Roach, um, and neither of these teams, neither of these, neither of these teams have like crazy strong, crazy strong defensive lines. I don't think, but uh, I, I no, think definitely I think, not. I think I think Texas is going to have a, a a better a more more of an impact in this game. That's fair because uh, they have. I think Malcolm Roach and Kendry Coburn are going to ha- have a pretty good game. That's fair. Um, next, we have linebacker. And this one's actually really tough for me because I love Texas's linebacking group. Because mm-hmm. 3-4. Um, so they have, obviously, more linebackers that are talented. But <laughs> Oklahoma runs a 4-2-5. So they're pretty much just two linebackers on the field. They're not pretty much. There's two linebackers on the field the majority of plays. And one of them is Kenneth Murray. Yeah, Kenneth Murray is really good. Yeah, I love Kenneth Murray. This guy's a first-round talent. And I think for that, it's incredibly close, but I'm going Oklahoma. But it's so close at linebacker for me. Look at us disagreeing again. Uh, I'm gonna go Texas. They got Joseph Asai. They got Jawan Mitchell. Um, both of those guys are definitely very good. Um, Joseph Asai is gonna have me uh, in my having nightmares uh, about that game. And then uh, Ayudele Adoye has looked good as well this year. True um, freshman. True freshman. And uh, I don't know. I th- I think. Kenneth Murray is definitely a better top spot, but it's really close with Osai, I think. Um, he's a sophomore, um, which is insane because he's looked dominant. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to uh, to Texas. And for defensive backs, I think this one was pretty kind of easy for me. I'm gonna go uh, Texas with uh, yeah, I, BJ I'm Foster with you for sure. <laughs> BJ Foster, really good. Brandon Jones. Uh, Montrell Estelle. They've looked good. Um, Anthony Cook. They have a really deep defensive back core. Um, that all, all I think have looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think Texas. I'm gonna go Texas. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm trying to look right now if uh, Caden Stearns still out. I think Caden Stearns is still out. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Caden Stearns out, like, yep, still out. All right, that sucks. But uh, they're st- they still have the better secondary. Um, yeah. Us disagreeing on the majority of defense is going to make this next game so interesting. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got to get to the spread for this one, though. The spread, um, I think, is going to be... Uh, I'm going to get... Uh, the spread's o- uh, Oklahoma minus 10.5, and I'm going Texas to, to at least cover. Yeah, I think I'm gonna agree here. Um, Shocker. <laughs> I I hope they do at least. That I definitely like Texas more than I like. Uh, oh, hundred percent. Uh, nothing against Oklahoma. It's just I really Everything. enjoy this Texas team. Yeah, you you could hate them if you want. That's fine. I'm sure a lot of people hate them is mainly because of a couple quarterbacks they've had in the past couple years. But um, it's not even. I, I, I just I like Texas. I'll be honest. I just like Texas. I went all Texas for defense. <laughs> Did you really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um. 
The only advantage I gave Oklahoma was quarterback and wide receiver. Well, glad to see that you are uh, real unbiased here. I, I mean, I, I, I was trying <laughs> to be. Um, I was I just, going, I was going to add coaching to this, but then I was just like, it's so easily Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close. And I, I feel like we might. I mean, I don't know. We, we might disagree on Florida LSU. Yeah, but I don't want to hear you do the voice. <laughs> so that's another reason. What voice do you want to hear me do? Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> point being, without even adding coaches, we disagree on Florida LSU. I know that for a fact. Um, unless, unless you're picking Florida, we're disagreeing there. So no, I'm definitely not. not yeah, no. Florida. So we're not getting into this. No, okay, no, no. I want to get into this. We're adding coaches. We're both gonna say Lincoln Riley for for Oklahoma. Um, okay. we're definitely I'll, getting I'll into put, coaching. I'll put head coaches because I know that neither of us are gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm super in depth with all the assistants. Um, for the next game, we might. <laughs> but yeah, but we're not doing that because we're not gonna be able to do it for both teams. Joe no, Brady we're not be able to do it for both games. <laughs> is liber- I don't know. I, I I definitely think Coach O is a better is a better coach. Um. Um, see but the thing is that they're also so different that's fair that's also the thing is that they're so different that it's like how we were discussing how sometimes it's hard to decide who's the best wide receiver because there's so many different receivers and styles yeah i think that's one of the things it's like yeah it's really difficult to figure this out because dan mullen is known as being like an offensive like creative mastermind here and Coach O's not. Uh, <laughs> Why isn't their offense better? <laughs> because have you seen the quarterback play? Kyle Trask has looked better than Felipe Franks. Yeah, Felipe didn't look good, and Kyle doesn't look great. Um, Needless to say, for quarterback, we're both going LSU. <laughs> that one's not a debate. Yeah, no, that one was easy money. Um, Joe Burrow is one of the best in the country this year. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and who, so, who are you gonna pick for? Uh, you gonna pick for running back? I'm picking Florida. Oh. Um, well, LSU's running backs have not impressed me from what I've seen, from what I've watched them. Obviously, it hasn't been a ton. Okay. But they haven't impressed me too much. Uh, Lamichael P. Ryan has been pretty good since he started uh, picking up the pace a bit. But then there's also the depth that Florida has at running back in Malik. Oh, Davis, if we're go- if we're talking about depth, you're not I mean, gonna if we're talking if we're talking about a running back group. Just like if, in general, you're talking about depth. I, there's no way Florida has more depth than LSU. Fine. Starting running back, we'll go with Michael P. Ryan. We don't have to do. I, we don't. I, I don't we're not going to do story. We can go group. Um, okay, I'm still taking Florida regardless, is my point. LaMichael P. P. Ryan has not impressed me very much. I'm going LSU because LSU is not fair to go only starting running back because LSU plays seven running backs a game. Okay, I'm, I'm still going Florida. Um, I mean, they got John Emery Jr. and uh, Tyrion Davis-Pierce, who are great, um, great, great true freshmen who have both come in and started doing well because Leonard Fournette left the team. Um, I mean, he, he wasn't getting that many touches to begin with. 
he he was getting he was taking he was getting more than John Emery in like whenever the game actually mattered. Didn't Fournette finish have like six snaps played in his last game? Um, yeah, which is why he left. Uh, he was still like, but like starting of the year, starting the year out, he was getting more, and they were actually playing him more. Um, but then John Emery Jr. came into his own and is playing well and is a and is being used a lot in the receiving game. Clyde Edwards Elair has a ninety nine spin move. Um. And I think he's looked better than Michael P. Ryan, from what I've seen. Big disagree there, of course. From what I've seen of Edwards Hilaire, he did not impress me at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. LSU's run game is, is finally coming back into its own. It was really rough at the beginning of the year. But um, I think it's added to why LSU has the number one offense in the country. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Sorry, it's just... I thought it was so funny that a bunch of LSU fans on Twitter were like, "Oh my God, Leonard Fournette left!" Oh, oh I'm, so... I was happy he left. I know, I I know that the logical fans were like, "Oh, good, yeah, no, now more people can get carries." But so many people were just like, "Oh, we lost to Fournette. It's over." And it's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> but no, we had like two top five running backs in the country that came, joined the team this year, plus Edward Zelayer, plus Curry, who was another top recruit. And just in case anybody gets confused, he's talking about high school running backs, not not two top five like running backs in college football. No, yeah, the top, two top five <laughs> recruits. Yeah, I, I didn't um, want anybody because for a second I was like, what the fuck? And then I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't want no. anybody to think that you're just like best running back in the nation. No, I was talking about recruits. Um, We're not talking about John Emery could eventually. Is I think John Emery is going to be the next LSU great, but uh, not this year. Um, wide receiver, tight end. Um, it is your turn to go first, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I see. I did not. Uh, I didn't say that. Thanks. Is is Florida healthy again yet? Is oh, like Kadarius Tony? Yeah. He's out until. Uh, Other I think they said. I think they said November. It's easily LSU for me. Trust me, I'm not going to go only LSU. <laughs> no, I'm going LSU here also. Um, it was close for me, though, because Florida this year brought back their six leading receivers. Mm-hmm. But not having Kadarius Tony is a killer for if, me. If uh, you add Kadarius Tony, I'd go Florida. Yeah, um, it's a lot closer, I think. But LSU is also getting back Terrace Marshall um, this week. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, LSU there. Um I will say, though, uh, not that it matters, but Kyle Pitts, our tight end, has really impressed since Kyle Trask took over. The Kyles seem to be able to connect a lot more than uh, Felipe did with him. No, Justin uh, Justin Jets, Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and uh, Terrace Marshall, if they stay on course, it's going to add a lot of... Uh, they could rival, I think, Alabama and Oklahoma. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say that they'd be top 10 they've looked very good i think they're top 10 right now i i get that they've looked very good but i mean for sure at this point alabama looks like it has at the very minimum two almost locks for first round picks yeah um I, yeah i think uh, the lsu's wide receivers are off are both 
still young as well. Um, Justin Jefferson's a junior, but I think he's still he's just growing dramatically as a player. Still, I mean, all of last year he had thirty receptions. This year alone, he has fifty four already. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they have a really good receiving core, basically, and Thaddeus Moss. Catch- the most catches on Florida is 25. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. Most of, I feel like LSU has a lot of players with 25. Um, at least three. Um, yeah. Thaddeus Moss, if he stays up, whenever he's healthy, he's good. But uh, he, he looks like his dad out there, but he's never really healthy. <laughs> he's always getting hurt. Hmm. Um, so I, I'd give tight end to, to Florida probably, but that's never been LSU's strong spot. Oh, really going to disrespect Foster Moreau like that? Sorry. That's real crazy. <laughs> Colin Jeter, XFL legend. Um, <laughs> we'll be getting to the XFL later. <laughs> Who are you going to go for O-line? Oh, man. This is rough because I feel like the O-lines looked a lot better since Felipe Franks left. Um, I don't think either of these teams have a very good No, that's also what makes it so damn difficult. The biggest <laughs> the biggest deciding factor for me, um, I don't I really don't I honestly still don't know where I'm going. Honestly it's really close because neither of the teams have looked that great. But Ed Ingram is back and once I think he's gonna start playing full snaps again. Um and then I think that would push LSU over the edge. I I think I'm gonna go LSU, but it's like, uh, but it's like I don't know. Sadiq Charles is gonna prove if he's a pro. Um, Ed Ingram, hopefully he's healthy and back. Don't I, I don't know. It's close. LSU's offensive line has kind of worried me this year. Um, and against this team, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go LSU. See, the thing is, I think Florida has a little bit more talent on the offensive line than it looks like this season. But due to their like quarterback situation, it's been a lot easier for teams to kind of hone in on like the run game. So the run game doesn't look as good, and quarterback play has been lacking. I'm, I'm going LSU, but I think it's incredibly close here. The next one's not very close for me. I'm going Florida for defensive line and edge. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that one that one is for sure Florida. Uh I know Caleb on Chason's great, but he's not enough in, to Yeah, no, he's not enough to tip the scales for that. And, you got Jabari Zuniga if he plays. Uh Jonathan Greenard plays the Buck. I just I don't think that uh Healthy Richard Lawrence and Caleb on Chason, I don't think they do enough. To tip I, I think if Glenn Logan was also healthy, it would make more of a difference. Um, but he's not. Braden Vajoko is okay. Um, I mean, I love him for his pregame rituals, but... Uh, pregame rituals don't win games. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was <laughs> like, I love him. I love him as a player. Um, I, yeah, I think... Michael Divinity being back also helps, um, but he's I, I'd, I'd classify him as an edge. I was I was about to ask actually if he's back or not. Uh, he but, is. Uh, um, it doesn't change my opinion. I was no. just curious. But he also plays a lot of like 
he plays a true like hybrid. I think he plays a lot of yeah, linebacker as well. I was gonna say I feel like when I've seen him, he's played a lot more like off ball. Well, what, it's he's played edge. Caleb on Chason's been out, and they've put him at edge, and he's looked great. Um, linebacker, I'm going LSU. Uh, it's Michael Divinity, Patrick Queen's playing out of his mind. Um, Jacob Phillips has looked really good. I'm going LSU for linebacker. Uh, I'm agreeing with you. I, I think that's fair to say LSU at this point. Um, Florida's linebackers, they the key to this defense has been the secondary and the pass rush. Yeah. Linebackers haven't looked fantastic. They've actually looked kind of, I want to say, underwhelming against teams. Uh, like when we played Towson, they looked pretty underwhelming. I think they let up. I think they gave. Uh, they kind of abandoned their rushing lanes way too often. And they gave up just too much to uh, Tom Flacco rushing. Auburn had a not great game rushing, but uh, if you take away all the sacks and all the yardage lost from that, it would look a lot better. Miami DJ Dallas really ripped him off. We were we were watching that one together, and we we saw DJ <laughs> Dallas just book it on them. Um, Kentucky looked better than they should have. Should have really been keyed in there. Um, yeah, I, I'm going LSU also because Florida's linebackers have been fairly underwhelming to me. Yeah. Um, and who are you going for D- DBs? We're both going LSU. Yeah, you know we're both going LSU. Uh, I actually, if Grant Delpit doesn't play, I would probably go Florida. Um, Grant but, Delpit's not even our best defensive back this year. That's fine. I didn't say he was. If that's what you're arguing, I didn't say that. Um, but I think that I think if we went corner group, I'd actually go Florida. But if we're going DBs total, I I'd, I'd probably go LSU. Um, mainly because Jawan Taylor, this safety for Florida, Brad Stewart Jr., Sean Davis. I love Donovan Steiner. Other uh, safeties kind of worry me a little bit. C.J. Henderson and Marco Wilson, fantastic corners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think if Delpit doesn't play, I would go Florida. But if he is, then I go LSU. Go, yeah, I, think got, he, I think he's the X factor there. Yeah, Delpit. Um, hopefully for Kyle Trask, he doesn't decide to throw at Derek Stingley for Kyle Trask's stake, uh, sake. Stake. It's fine. They're just gonna throw a bunch of screens anyway. Sake. Um, <laughs> Which I think LSU is ready for because they looked really good against that. All of their players looked ready. Christian Fulton's a uh, good tackler. Um, but yeah, the combination of Christian Fulton, Grant Tholpit, Derek Stingley, Kerry Vincent, and uh, Jacoby Stevens. I, I always forget if it's Jacob Stevens or Jacoby Stevens. Um, I think they they're a really good group. They've been uh, they've helped whenever the LSU's. The, uh, like front seven have been very injured this year, um, and the the defensive backs have really looked very good. Um, so that always helps. Plus, Derek Stingley is a top five cornerback in the nation and a true freshman. I'm also not sure, just like in evaluating this, where I should have considered trading the third. So I kind of just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's he plays star for the Gators, so he's like a linebacker safety hybrid. Uh-huh. Um, it wouldn't have tipped the scales in either direction. I just want to point that out. 
because I know I have a good chunk of Florida fans, or yeah, Florida fans on Twitter following me, and uh, just in case any of them do listen to this, <laughs> I don't want people to think I just completely ignored trading. I love well, you them. did until now. <laughs> yeah, um, I just wasn't sure where to consider him, but either way, he would not have tipped it. He wouldn't have made me go Florida for linebacker or DB. So it didn't really matter that much. But uh, just don't want people to think I forgot about him. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to be at this game. And I'm going to be going to game day. You're rich. I'm not paying a dime. <laughs> we get it. You have hella connections. So I have the connects. I do, I do have the connects. Um, I'm super excited. I'm going to be so exhausted because I'm going to wake up at 430 to go to game day. That sounds miserable. Um, no, that's great. And then wait in line until 8. Game day is going to start. I'm going to be super happy. Then they're going to throw out someone stupid for as the, as the celebrity guest picker. I don't think they've picked it yet. I I haven't seen it. Uh, I feel like they wouldn't do that until maybe by the time this episode is out. Um, they, by, uh... Sometimes they do it early. Sometimes they do it until they, you wait until like halfway through. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those games though, that they'd wait till like, the last minute or during the broadcast. Well, the rumor was was Zion, but I don't. I hope not. No, nah, I don't. I don't think that'd be cool. No, it uh, it, it ended up not being true, but uh, yeah, I know it ended up not being true. I wouldn't have liked that. Um, plus, yeah, the, I mean, the yeah. only other like, I feel like the real ESPN option is going to go with the. I forgot the guy who won American Idol. I don't watch that. So. But uh, um, he he's from Louisiana, and I feel like that's a very Louisiana move, like a very ESPN move to to pick that dude. Um, and I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, Elaine uh, Hardy is his name. Uh, and watch, it's going to be Elaine Hardy announces ESPN College Game Day guest picker, and that's not going to get a pop from the crowd. The, the two times I've been was Lil Wayne and uh alex bregman and those were both pretty pretty all right lil wayne was hilarious on game day because he had no idea what he was doing he was stoned out of his mind <laughs> and then alex bregman um d- didn't know doesn't watch football i don't think you <laughs> know i remember watching that anything last year. uh either way is isn't he in the uh, playoffs right now uh oh yeah i don't think it was gonna i didn't think yeah, it was gonna be him again but i'm just saying that's who the last two were um yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited though. It's gonna be a fun day. You can follow my Twitter um, for me talking about random crap happening on campus. So I'm basically gonna be there and from 4:30 a.m. to 4:30 a.m. What? You can follow my Twitter for uh, drunken rants about the game. Uh, ah, shit! I'm not gonna be in a place where I can get drunk. Ah, fuck it! I'll get drunk. The kid could watch himself. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not actually watching him. If anybody cares about that comment. The, <laughs> the spread is going to be LSU minus 13. Um, I know where Brandon's going. So, Brandon, you can... Yeah, I, I just wrote it in. I, I'm going Florida. I can't... I just don't think that this defense is going to be bad really enough just deleted my name off the game. spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I did it by accident. Because I started just typing LSU without, like, clicking the uh, box first or just erased your name. Um, uh, well, I'm going to need you to delete that. Oh, you're, you're going... Okay. I'm going to go f- I'm, Florida to cover. I'm just not comfortable giving LSU 13 points against Florida. 
I think they're going to win. I'm not. I'm not saying Florida's winning at all. No, I don't. I don't think they. I would love it if they do, and I wouldn't be like jaw to the floor stunned if they did. But I don't think they will. The logical part of me is just like, do it. But the Gator fan oh, is like, do I want them? Do I want LSU to win by more by thirteen? Yes. Am I a scarred LSU fan who, even though this year has been crazy, it can't, like I've we've been burnt by Florida so much. Last no matter, year. no, yeah. No matter how often we think that we, well, like we know we have the better team, it's always close. It's always close, and I don't think that I have seen enough to think that it was going to be more than thirteen points. Um, I know LSU's offense is like revolutionary in terms of LSU standards, um, but de- Florida's defense, like you saw, I don't know. <sighs> I'm trying to think, like, you see, not, uh, you don't, Joe Burrow hasn't really struggled very much this year, but our offensive line has struggled whenever the, it's more like a coverage sack situation. Um, and in terms of <laughs> Florida, like, in terms of team just rushing for against LSU's offensive line, I think that, uh, I think Florida is going to be able to be able to just run rush four because they love their first their front four because um, they're really good um, and I think that they're going to be able to put coverage and focus on the LSU receivers um, and I think it's going to be a close. Florida game. has Florida has some of the most take or they're like towards the top of the list when it comes to takeaways and a lot of that is that pass rush. Uh, Todd Grantham's done a great job with Florida so far. I think that's like the, the 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 battle between LSU's offensive line and Florida's defensive line is really going to decide this game. Absolutely, it's going to be a battle of the trenches, and honestly, those are the best games. Oh yeah, because and that's how you know that that teams are evenly matched when it comes down to who wins the trench battle is what decides who wins the game. And it, a lot the of the time, games. that's that's LSU Florida is that's what it comes down to. Um, I, lo- I love LSU Florida. It's such a, it's always such a fun game. It's um, always so good. Even when both teams aren't great, it's so good. I'm the history of this team of these two teams is not allowing me to pick LSU to win by thirteen. Um and it seems like a crazy spread for this kind of game. I expected like LSU six and a half, and I'd hey, probably take that. It's number five versus number seven, and they gave it a thirteen point spread. Um When we saw this on Sunday night when I told you the spread when we were recording the Monday episode, I was like, even you were just like, no. Like, no. Th- it was 13 like, no. and a half at the time. Uh, it's like, what um, the fuck is this? Uh, I, I hope it's a close game because I'm going to be there. Yeah, I, I hate being in a blowout. Like, I know it's fun to see your team dominate. Uh, that's all I ever go to is LSU blowouts because my mom has friends with season tickets and none of them ever want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but it sucks because it sucks being at a blowout because even though your team is playing well and you're Get, you get to see the players just put up points and celebrate and be happy and have a blast. It's like, all right, like I don't want to leave before the game ends. I, I'm I'm that guy that I don't like to leave before. Oh a game no, ends. I never I never leave. Like exactly, so it's like I don't want to sit through this mauling. I want. <laughs> I went to LSU Georgia Southern, um, and we stayed until the final whistle. Um, I probably wouldn't have stayed against stayed for the Utah State game because it was just miserable weather. This game's gonna be great weather. I'm so excited. This is gonna be my first real like SEC 
experience. Um, and the, honestly, it couldn't it couldn't be a better first game than this. The bigger like because we don't we don't really ever I I don't ever go to games because I'm the only one in my family that really cares about sports, and Same. I never want to go alone. And none of my friends sorry, care about sorry, sports. Sorry, sorry to my brother if he just heard me say that. Uh, <laughs> he definitely cares about sports. I was like, my my family never really cares about sports, and um, I don't like going alone. None of my friends really care. But now I'm kind of convincing them to go. Uh, but I typically only ever get to go to like the cheap games. The cheap games, so that's when the ones that we have friends who have season tickets ever want to go to. Never want to go to, so I just get free tickets, and then I can give it, convince someone to go. I think the biggest game I've ever been to was LSU versus Kentucky whenever Tyron Matthew was here. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. Yeah. Um, and I go, to, I go to a couple games every year, but they're always like the cupcakes at the beginning of the year. Um, so I'm and, uh, super pumped for this game. Yeah, just so people know that the cheapest seats for this game are in the nosebleeds, and they're eighty-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I had some dude try to sell me nosebleed tickets for two hundred a piece. I hope you made his nosebleed. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, all right, that's a good luck buying. I was like, I might consider it for two hundred for both. Um, but yeah, this no. is. This is going to be a big first uh, first SEC action game for you. Oh, yeah. Florida and LSU in Death Valley at night. Game days there. Homecoming for LSU. We get to, we get to avoid CBS. Oh, oh my God. So um, amazing. I'm not even going to be watching the game does, on TV. That part doesn't matter to you, but it does to me. Big, I'm, big I'm so happy for everyone mind. watching this game. They don't have to sit through CBS. Yeah, you texted me when they announced that it was going to be ESPN. You were just like, "Oh my god, thank God it's not on CBS." Because every SEC fans, every SEC fan knows how awful CBS games are. I think they had a game earlier this year that they counted it was the airtime was less than the commercial time. And that didn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> no, CBS is just awful. Um, and I, I, th- like I think my favorite, my favorite, out every week suck. My favorite, like sign that i see at every cbs game is commercials before sports um that's They're not wrong <laughs> not wrong um so i'm super i'm super excited for this game i'm excited to talk about it after i might not have a voice by the way yeah no sunday it's just gonna be me speaking and you going mm-hmm. <laughs> go doug <laughs> why why do you sound like a like the lady from spongebob she's like chocolate chocolate <laughs> Uh, I remember oh, when they sweet. first invented chocolates. I hate it. <laughs> sweet, sweet chocolate. I always I remember when they first invented it. I always hated it. <laughs> Top ten. Get TV in here show and ever. start rubbing you, Mary. <laughs> Top ten scene ever in television history. I had a a coworker when I used to work retail, and we would just quote SpongeBob oh, the entire oh, it's day. Constant. And my, uh, my uh my manager was from texas and so i used to do the or we used to do the uh the whole what am i i don't know stupid no i'm texas what's the difference and he would get so pissed at us Oh, he'd be like that's not funny that's actually really offensive and i was like oh get the fuck out of here oh, okay get over yourself dude <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What have you not seen SpongeBob? Do you like not have electricity where you're from?" <laughs> Bro, imagine being from Texas and thinking that that's a good thing. 
But don't worry, Texas. We love your football team. Sorry. Uh, I mean, Texas doesn't love LSU right now. It doesn't love Louisiana right now because Louisiana football has dominated Texas football this year. I feel like the past couple years, even recruiting-wise, they have. They've been stealing the uh, talent from Texas. Um, I think someone just announced that they were going to LSU. Um, blanking on his name. Because I don't really keep up with recruits until, like, close to signing day. Yeah, I was going to say, signing day is when I care. Because uh, um, I'm a Florida fan. We had Chris Steele commit, then decommit, then commit to Oregon, and then decommit from Oregon, and then commit to USC, and then now he's at USC. Unless so. it's, like, big, big names. Um, like TJ Finley, the six eight, six seven two sixty quarterback coming to LSU next year. I forgot his name, but uh, there's a European quarterback going to TCU that he's I think like six six eight. Jesus, and like two like high two fifty two sixty something. And this dude has a cannon. He did an interview with Bleacher Report a couple months ago, so I started following him, and then. The way for people that don't know, the way that we assign conferences for who who is uh, in control of covering which conferences whole nine, it's pretty much you can't be in the conference as your favorite team to eliminate bias, and then if, as from there on out, it's just random. I'm gonna send you um, the picture of T.J. Finley standing with his teammates in the game. Um. So yeah, we. Thanks for just saying that in the middle of my little explanation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. You just can't being uh in the conference of your favorite team and i by chance got big 12 and like a week after i got the big 12 that kid committed to uh to tcu and i'm not sure if he'll be good but he is a monster (laughs) jesus if you're at home listening along just google tj finley and go to images and look at him compared to everyone else on the field. <laughs> he really looks like uh, the guy from um, from the longest yard. This is like I love little Michael. <laughs> like he's that's him with the rest of the longest yard team. <laughs> if you take out the great Collie and Goldberg, it's that guy, and then just the rest of the longest yard team, just like Adam Sandler, that little Italian dude. I love how you just call him that little Italian dude. Whatever, Brucey, whatever his real name is. I know he's Brucey in the movie. Uh, he's like, hey, let me play quarterback. And then he just like chucks it out of nowhere. And he's like, that's why you can't play quarterback. Sit down. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch that movie like right before I go. You don't know who Nicholas Turturro is? Shh, no, why would I care about that? I mean, he's Brucey. He's great. Okay, that's fine. He's also good in uh, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. That's <laughs> fair. Um, he's good in everything. He's a great character actor. He's so funny. The longest yard and Chris Rock is like, "Who are we gonna crush? The guards? Who are we gonna kill? The guards? Who are we gonna kiss?" And he's going, like the guards." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Terry Crews, cheeser, cheeseburger Eddie. Oh my God, you gotta protect the McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid character. <laughs> I like a no guard care that he just had like McDonald's just always. Oh yeah, that was just the joke. Like as opposed to like being the the drug dealer, he just had cheeseburgers at all times. And then that fat dude. Oh my god. Long Star is a great movie. You're gonna make me want to go watch it. I'm watching it after this. I don't care. I have to. Oh man. 
Michael Irvin's in that movie, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> they have some Burt Reynolds is in it. St- and Stone Nelly. Cold Steve Austin, Kevin Nash. Oh my god, Nelly! <laughs> when he gets the birthday cake with new cleats in it. <laughs> Tracy Morgan's in it. Oh my god. <laughs> Tracy Morgan is the cheerleader. <laughs> hey, Mr. Crew. <laughs> Jim Rome's in it. I forgot about that. Oh my Chris god. Berman's Chris Berman. Chris Berman. Dan Patrick. And then the inmates just like do that again. <laughs> I like that. Big Boy is in it. Oh, I didn't even. I don't even remember Big Boy being in it. Oh my god. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of who else is in it. Um, what a great movie. <laughs> that's honestly, it's so star-studded. Isn't Courtney Cox in it? Isn't she Adam Sandler's like wife in the beginning? I think so. Her girlfriend. He steals her car. Uh, I think so. I feel like that was Courtney Cox. It might have been. Steve, uh, Kevin Nash, and he's just like, my nipples. And he's like, why are you always so mean to me? <laughs> what a great, great They really movie. had the great Kali playing ping pong by himself. <laughs> like, what the hell? The dude's seven foot three, and they just got him playing ping pong on the wall. <laughs> Sorry if you've never seen The Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> we just ruined the entire thing. But I hope okay. but I hope that everyone listening has. I feel like I feel like this is the, the demographic that has seen the the longest I, yeah, yard. Yeah, honestly, if you haven't, first of all, fuck you. But two, uh you should watch it. I'm sorry, that was really aggressive to come really off. Aggressive. But, but I feel like you deserve it at that point. The movie yeah, came out I mean, like 2005, so Pretty much, yeah. Spoiler alert, the 14-year-old movie, this is what happens. 14-year-old movie, The Longest Yard. If you if you care about spoilers for a 14-year-old Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> hey, Click is a great movie. If people haven't seen it yet, I wouldn't spoil it for them. <laughs> hey, I don't want to, I don't want to. So there's no spoilers for The Water Boy. If you haven't heard now, there's a great movie coming out this summer. Uh, it's uh, called Little Nicky. Uh, <laughs> uh, it turns out he was dead in the end. He's dead the whole time. <laughs> God, Little Nicky. Get in the flask. <laughs> um, Big Daddy. Uh, oh, my God. Frankenstein. <laughs> you know, it made me really happy. The murder mystery movie that came out this so year good. was really was good. So good. It was the, finally a good Adam Sandler movie. And I can't I, wait yeah, for Uncut Gems. I, I thought that Murder Mystery was fantastic, actually. Uncut Gems looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, or whatever it was. Anything yeah. with Lakeith Stanfield in it is going to be great. <laughs> should, should we get back to our uh, our podcast now? Oh, are we doing a podcast? <laughs> are you still recording? Is, is this not the Adam Sandler podcast? <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Whole Night Sports podcast. Uh... Where we talk about Adam Sandler the whole time. Forget it's gonna be the title of this, so forget rivalries. Let's talk about Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm gonna start a website, uh Adam Sandler Considered, and then we're just gonna roll. Adam Sandler Considered <laughs> Ross Jackson ASC. That's that's where we're going with it now. <laughs> Ross Jackson, Adam Sandler Considered. <laughs> Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> it's so great. Um, we can move on to the mailbox. 
uh, the yeah we talked about the big four <laughs> big rivalry games. Uh, Saints, Jags, Penn State, Iowa, Alabama, Texas A&M, River Showdown, Florida LSU, guards versus inmates. Um, guards versus inmates. <laughs> you slipped that one in, and I didn't even catch it for a second. <laughs> oh man! So the mailbox. The first question comes from Devin the Verified Jackson. What is more likely, Urban Meyer to the Redskins or Tua falling in the draft to Titans or Bengals? Assuming Bengals don't go zero and sixteen, definitely. Two of falling in the draft of Titans or Bengals. Definitely Bengals, I think. I had him drafted by Bengals in my latest mock draft. 100%. Urban Meyer is actually, I just saw this right before we were recording, right before we started recording from uh, our favorite NFL insider, Benjamin Albright. Um, Oh, God. And he said (laughs) that. Don't don't even. (laughs) And he he said that that Urban Meyer, you could cut out your reaction. No, (laughs) I'm not. Uh, Urban Meyer is a consultant to the Redskins, so it's very unlikely that he's a coaching candidate. The second question comes from Alex Katzen. Uh, with Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts from emerging as legit prospects, legit prospects, legit, uh, <laughs> Jordan legit, as uh, as Jordan Leggett prospects, <laughs> how many QBs could you realistically see going in the first round? Sorry, I'm still shaken from the whole longest yard conversation. Um, uh, Brucey can't. Jeez, um, <laughs> right? Brucey's just pissed you didn't know his real name. Um, not not Chris Rock. Um, sorry, oh too soon. Uh, Trevor is going to love this part. He's like, oh, what random thing are you guys going to talk about this time? Well, we spent 25 minutes talking about how long as you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we talked about this last week, but I said it's as many as like four, it's, five. I, I, I think I think it's going to be closer to five. Uh, and I at this point, I don't think Jalen Hurts is one of them. Who do you have as I your five? He, I think he's still a second. I think... In no order as to where I'm ranking them, I'm going to say the top five to go are probably going to be Tua, Herbert, uh, Eason, Fromm, and Burrow. Uh, I'm I'm not saying I think they should. I think that at this point, those are the five that probably would go in the first round. Mm -hmm. I think in maybe maybe as soon as this Saturday, if Jalen Hurts plays a great game, then maybe he'd be in there probably. but at this point, they haven't played a ton of competition. Uh, he didn't look like Superman against Kansas, which uh, Kansas has been much improved this year from last year and from the previous decade, basically. <laughs> but um, and and Thor sure. really really out here dissing dissing Les Miles. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Oklahoma they haven't really played anybody. No, they played no, Houston, no. terrible defense. They played South Dakota, terrible team. They played UCLA, terrible team. They played Texas Tech, terrible defense, who looks a lot better with their backup quarterback than their starters. So it's kind of weird. And then the least amount of points they put up this season were last week against Kansas. Uh, Texas doesn't have a great defense. We saw that versus LSU. They're above average at best at this point, um, especially without Caden Stearns. But if he has a great game... And I mean turnover-free, maybe five or six like total touchdowns. 
which I don't think is out of the question at all no. from any Oklahoma quarterback, let alone a great runner like Jalen Hurts, then I think he could kind of put himself into that first-round category. Um, so our next question comes in another one from Devin. Um, he, he left me out of this question, but I put myself in it, so I'm just going to say. <laughs> he really did, and then you were just like, oh, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll think of one, too. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Devin. Um yeah, I'm a hurt. I gave you that cool nickname, and you you're really just throwing it in my face and saying. When they ask for a mailbag, you need to ask Mike, who's a Big Ten prospect that's rising on <laughs> your board. Just for Mike. Saw. This one's yeah, just, just he, Mike. he even said just for Brandon. <laughs> he put Brandon colon. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just gonna screw myself. Sorry, Devin. You want to you want to do this every week, twice a week, Devin. Dylan's really going to Chris Rock you. Um. <laughs> a stupid joke. I had to work in a longest yard reference for every like mailbox question, so sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> so, a prospect in the Big 12 for Brendan and Pac-12 for Dylan, who has, who has been rising on your board and one who is falling. Uh, how do you want to do this? rising rising for each of us and then falling falling sure okay uh my riser is charlie brewer the quarterback from baylor um he has just impressed me so much since i started watching him in the off season and he's gotten even better i still remember i don't even have to look at the notes to know that the first thing i wrote when i was watching his film was dot thrower he is accurate he's possibly the best passer in the big 12 uh he doesn't have the stats as jalen hurts probably won't have the stats as sam ellinger but he's also playing with significantly less talented options Mm -hmm. on a worse team and i i think he's he he might not i don't expect him to come out this year but he is eligible um but he's definitely a guy that's been shooting up my board I think for my first riser, well, not my first riser, my riser, um, one who's Sorry, not like make, a... Make sure, make sure to write uh, your cut time. Yeah, I know, Brandon. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm trying to help you. I was in the middle right, of bitch. something. I'm not going to cut this part out. I was in the middle of something. I give a fuck. Now they know that we cut. This is supposed to be seamless. No cuts ever. I meant to cut your hair, dickhead. Oh, yeah, that. I just got a haircut, so I don't really need to. Thanks, though. Thank you, though. Artavis Pierce <laughs> um, isn't someone <laughs> I have going very high in the draft, but he's looked really good this year. Um, the Oregon State offense has really kind of surprised me. I've talked about it before on the podcast, but they he's not even supposed to be the best running back on their team, uh, Jamar Jefferson is. And Arjavis Pierce has looked like he's going to make some team really happy, I think. Um, sometimes the best running backs are the ones that don't go drafted or um, are drafted late. Uh, and I think that... the slot receiver. Looking at you, Raheem. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or red shirts. Also <laughs> looking at you, Raheem. Raheem. Um, but no, Travis Pierce is going to make some team really happy in the NFL, um, and he's just been rising up my personal board. I don't think he's going to get drafted very high, but I think some team's going to be really happy. Um, 
He just looked, yeah, like I said, he just looked really good. Uh, I'll go my father first, because I know, I know a couple people that, uh, that even wrote in questions are going to hate your answer for it. Uh, also, uh, thank you for talking about a Baylor player, because I don't think anyone has watched their games. Not even Baylor no, fans. No one does. <laughs> I, forget, I, like, I was so shocked when I found out they were ranked 22nd. Yeah, they've looked really good this year. It's I, I have not watched a single down of Baylor football. Even yeah, when you they, tweet, I'm like, oh, Baylor. Okay, they have a cool player. Yeah, They're uh, not thanks. very good. I uh, really appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I just don't care at all about Baylor football. I don't want them to do good. Uh, that's Yeah, I don't blame them. They're not easy to like. They just looked really good. Um, actually, I don't know. Is it just me, or now that I'm like in the Big Twelve, watching all the teams? I'm, I'm in the Big Twelve. Yeah, You're a Big Twelve uh, player now. Yeah, apparently, I, I actually am just like my own uh, representative for the Big Twelve. There's Oklahoma, there's Texas, Texas Tech. It's just then it's just Brandon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am worse than Kansas though. Somehow, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh man, you should join the Big Ten. You'd be better than Rutgers. <laughs> Uh, yikes um but i i just like like all the big 12 teams now i don't know but i just start to like all the teams in my conference at this point i still don't like ucla <laughs> that's fair well that's <laughs> I have to I'm watch not, ucla play football <laughs> i'm not i'm not in a conference with a total piece of shit um uh, <laughs> and kelly what have you done to me uh <laughs> So looking at fallers, it's actually another quarterback. Uh, it's Austin Kendall, the Oklahoma transfer. Who can you imagine how much worse Oklahoma would be if they had Austin Kendall instead of Jalen Hurts? Um, Kendall has just not looked good. He hasn't. He hasn't looked awful, but I feel like he was way too hyped up going into the season. That I had pretty high expectations on him, and. Uh, yeah, he just hasn't looked good. He was basically trying to lose the game against Texas. He had they only lost by eleven, and he had three picks. So they really could have pulled off that upset if he played better personally. Uh, and it's not like tip drill picks like what happened to uh, Skyler Thompson against Baylor this past week. It was Austin Kendall was not playing good football. Yeah. Stunning insight, Dylan. <laughs> Are you a Big 12 scout? <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to say about the Big 12. Yeah. Maybe the king of the hill, guys. Is that your Ed Orgron? <laughs> no, that's my Boomhauer. My, my Gojo, my Ed Orgron, go to you go Tigers. I won't do it too long. I know you Thank hate you. it. Thank you. I hate it so much. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. I just like doing it. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite Adam Sandler movie is... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the water boy, right? <laughs> they just cast me in the water boy. Uh, go Tiger. <laughs> Is he that guy in the waterboard that like can't fucking speak? Yes, dude, that's most people in North Louisiana. That's fair. <laughs> I think I'm gonna tweet out from the uh, the whole nine 
Twitter when I release this episode, or like when I tweet about this episode, the uh, the video you took of the person like crawling on the floor <laughs> in Louisiana. <laughs> this is a cockroach. Yeah, you need to send me that. And I'm gonna tweet it out. I'm gonna tweet it out with the, uh, with the link to the podcast. Uh, yeah, there's there's a guy walking, I guess walking, crawling down bourbon in a cockroach costume. Yeah, they'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why you just saw that tweet, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. So for for April Fool's, we're definitely just changing everything to Adam Sandler branded, right? I'm down. I don't care. I'll do it. Mock draft with just different Adam Sandler characters. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Go ahead. All right. You you talk, and then I'm going to mute myself for a second so that I can write that down in like my BS folder. <laughs> okay, um, so my falling player, um, sorry, Alex Katzen, uh, it's Jacob Eason. He has not impressed me at all. Um, versus Power 5 teams, uh, he, he's faced three Power 5 teams. This year, he has completed 50 of 92 passes for 548 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. His other games, his 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 good stats come from the other games where he has not paid, where he's played bad competition basically. Um, and in the other games, he's completed sixty nine of eighty nine for 901, 10 touchdowns and one interception. But the 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 three five, power five games really worry me. Um, and the fact that he just he refuses to throw downfield, um, which is weird given how it's like, like one of the things about him is his arm. His, he has a his arm and uh he 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 does every now and then look good uh he he burnt a, a Paulson Adebo on a play um but he just refuses to uh to throw down field and i just don't i just haven't liked him at all um yeah i didn't have him as a first round quarterback going into the year honestly um and i still don't that's the thing. I I don't have him as a first round quarterback. I think he will end up there. I think I think at this point he would end up there, but I would not personally take him. I just think big arm quarterback gonna love him. That's it. That's all it is. I don't I don't think Talamasi is there. I just think it's, he has a big arm, and a lot of teams are gonna be like, I could work with that. I, I can make him what we want him to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. He's just definitely been my my biggest faller. Um. Because he just hasn't looked good. Whatever he's has also kind of like a statue in the pocket. Like I haven't seen him move from the games that I've watched. No. Um, so that's my father. Sorry for everyone that likes Jacob Eason. Um, I'm not a big fan. I had him going at the end of round one. My I think my first mock draft. Um, and then so the next uh, mailbag question comes from Kevy. Shout out, Kevy. I love you, Kevy. Oh, Kevy, we miss you. I miss you, Kevy. Um, Kevin O'Connor on Twitter. We're bringing back the chat. He says, "Thanks to Rich Eisen for this. Uh, for this, uh, Jets get to give Miami a win in Week 14. Miami go one and 15. New York Jets go 0 and 16. Jets trade the number one pick for a haul so someone else can get Tua, thus screwing over the fish. Would this be mo- the most hilarious thing ever? And will slash should it happen?" Um, um, I think it would be. I'd piss myself. Oh, it'd be so funny. I don't think I it's gonna think happen. No, no, I don't think it will happen. But I would piss myself. Um, just imagine that. Like, just even a team trading up from 
three to one to just jump Miami and take oh, yes. Tua. They'd still get a haul. They'd get a great player, probably Chase Young. Oh, definitely Chase Young. Um, <laughs> but it would be just so funny. It um, should happen. I'll, I don't think it will, is because I don't think the Jets are going. Should, I don't think the Jets are going to win sixteen. No, I, I, they'll win a game once Sam's back. He's um, good enough to win them a game here and there. Yes, I think it's, Sam Darnold is the reason they're not going to win sixteen. If it was Luke Falk the rest of the year, they would definitely go in sixteen. Honestly, they, they just would never give him practice reps. <laughs> I don't know if they go in sixteen because I think they would just stop playing at a certain point. <laughs> if it was Luke Falk, they'd just be like. Fuck it, like, dude, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, what you expect, Luke Falk? <laughs> it's like Adam Gase. You, you expect Luke Falk? What are you doing with me? They should just um, be like, they should have like Le'Veon at quarterback, run triple option with, I don't know, Robbie Anderson will put at running back because they're not going to throw it, um, and we know how good he is at like shooting gaps, <laughs> and. <laughs> And Quinn and Williams at fullback, and then just have Le'Veon Quinn and Robbie Anderson in the uh, triple option. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, it would definitely be the hilarious thing ever. It should happen. I want it to happen, but I don't think it will. And I think that honestly be better than for the fish. In uh, as Kevy puts it, in the long run, because I don't think they should draft Tua. Actually, anyway. the best part, best thing could be that the Jets lose twice to the Dolphins. <laughs> yes, that'd be hilarious. The, the Jets should just tank twice to the Dolphins because even if you don't get to jump them, someone will possibly have a worse pick or a better pick, depending on how you want to look at it. A worse record. Yeah, I just I want the Miami to somehow go like five and eleven and miss Tua, Chase Young, and Judy. That's like the Colts almost did that the uh, the Andrew Luck year. They were 0-14, and they won their last two games. <laughs> and they almost would have uh, gotten the second pick instead of the first. Um, so the last the last question is going to be, uh, who of the players announced for the NFL draft? It's from Alex, Alex Katzen again. Um, who of the players announced for the XFL draft so far this week are you most excited to see play? We can, do you want to just go one 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 one? Yeah, sure. That's how we could do. Um, so the first player that I put is Jack Tocho. He was a safety. I I kind of like did the voice a little bit that we were doing before. Um, <laughs> but it's Jack Tocho. Uh, he played for the Birmingham Iron in the in the uh, AAF. And the main reason I put him up here is because I saw what his Twitter name is. And I could not resist putting him on there. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I know I tweeted it out. But his Twitter handle is Mojo Tocho. Oh, I love it. And I saw it, and now he's my favorite XFL player of all time. <laughs> I mean, that's not saying much. I don't, he will be forever. Unless Tebow goes there. Um. <laughs> um so my first one is going to be... Uh, grungy eric dungy out of syracuse i loved watching him in syracuse and i think that grungy is such a terrible nickname sorry (laughs) (laughs) sounds dirty i mean it's because you know he's a real lunch a lunch pail kind of player um (laughs) real gym rat (laughs) gym rat first one in last one out (laughs) um i think that he's gonna have a field day in the xfl um and i think it's gonna be really he would have really represented uh penn state really well (laughs) Dave would be proud of him. 
Um, he's white, is what we're saying. Um, yeah, I think he's just going to be fun to watch. That's about it. Yeah, I, I just thought about this. What would Dave say if Cole McDonald was the quarterback for Penn State? Oh, my God. He would have a heart attack. <laughs> I don't think he would know what to do. He would just, like, uh, have an aneurysm. Uh, uh, have you ever seen, like, Euro Trip? Yes. He'd be, like, when they kick the robot in the balls, and he's like, error, error. That would just be Dave for the rest of his life. He would just have no idea how to react there. Oh, my God. That's what are these, what are these movie references? We <laughs> turn back into the throwbacks here. Oh my god, Eurotrip? Shout out to Matt Damon for being in that movie. Oh my god, he's saying Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> and I just want to point out that... Uh, Fred Armisen was in that too, right? He was, he was the weird Italian guy that kept touching. <laughs> um, that movie gave me a false impression of what would happen the first time I drank absinthe, and that was the only reason I drank absinthe. Was it because of Eurotrip? <laughs> Yes, because they said that it was like it make you hallucinate, and I didn't want to see a green fairy, but I wanted to see some stuff. Yeah. Um, and I did not see some stuff. Did you do that uh, in New Orleans? No, that we did pass like the old absinthe, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did it. I I drank it up here, um, and it gave me no it gave me no hallucination. I was kind of upset. Uh, now people know that I want to hallucinate. Um, that's a thing that's out on the air. Um, on the air, like we're on radio, whatever. Um, my second player, I put him here because the Giants drafted him out of Cincinnati. He's a tight end that I had to include on this list because Jerry Reese, former general manager of the Giants, drafted Adrian Robinson and said, this guy is the Jason Pierre-Paul of tight ends. And then he very quickly wasn't. Um, what did he, then, was he missing a couple fingers he actually blew off his foot um, <laughs> and then even a few years into his career he still wasn't the Jason Pierre-Paul of tight ends what does that even mean he meant it as in an athletic freak that's going to become a superstar because it was right so, after so it was right was after Jason, Jason Pierre-Paul Pierre well I mean he was on the team at the time okay he was on the team at the time. It was, like, right after Jason Pierre-Paul's real, like, breakout season. Um, and, yeah, so, like, Adrian Robinson very quickly wasn't Jason Pierre-Paul. And then after a few years, he still wasn't Jason Pierre-Paul. And then after a few more years, he was out of the NFL. And then apparently he's playing football again now. But I haven't heard his name since he got cut from the Giants. Hmm. Yeah. Um, my... My uh, second player is going to be Cole Tracy. I thought I just, I'm so surprised he didn't make an NFL roster. Um, yeah, LSU great. He played for one year, became an instant legend. LSU legend. He 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 really is. You talk to people. You you mentioned the name Cole Tracy, and people act like he was on the team for four years and made two thousand kicks. He might have. Um, you don't know. No, he Maybe made twenty different names. <laughs> just use different names yeah. um yeah cole tracy um because lsu has always had kicker problems honestly um like we could never seem to be super set at that position i mean we have zach von rosenberg this year who's my who's amazing twitter follow by the way he's like he's a punter he's 29 he's lsu's punter he's a junior 
Um, I love those old punters. Is he Australian? I think so. Wasn't his last yeah, name? I love those old, yeah. those old Australian punters. <laughs> like, yeah, like he, he he's hilarious on Twitter because like he's he's thirty and he's just like he's just talking about he's like yeah I uh, man versus like the last game or something I was, he had a really good game a great game. Um, he's a really good punter, but at the last game he was like, man, I really need a glass of wine. She's <laughs> just funny. Yeah, it's such an old person it's thing such, to say. You know who drinks wine? Who? Justin. Justin? Justin drinks wine. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, he's basically 30 at this point. Yeah, he averages like 45 yards a punt. Not bad. Um, yeah, no. Zach von Rosenberg is great. He's a junior, 29. Um, I think he used to play baseball or something, but he's like 6'5, 240. Ah, uh, the nice Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Um, yeah, just go follow Zach Von Rosenberg on, on Twitter. Um, he's the best college kid ever. Because he's, you know, old. I don't know if he... I don't actually know if he is Australian. I don't know. He brings uh, the, the, the level, or whatever you want to call it, senior, a whole new meaning. Um, <laughs> he's not even a senior, he's a junior. <laughs> Oh, he used to play, he played baseball. That's why. He played minor league baseball from high school, so he he was able. To, he still had his eligibility for college. Gotcha. I don't. Yeah, I guess that's how that works. Because um, he used to play for the yeah. That, he, that, that's what happened with Hayden Hurst. He yeah, played he, baseball with the Pirates, and then yeah. he got injured, and then he went to South Carolina. Oh, if Zach von Rosenberg also played for the Pirates. <laughs> He literally just Hayden Hurst. Um, yeah. So yeah, shout out to Zach von Rosenberg. Was he a pitcher for the Pirates? Um, yes. So is Hayden Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know he's old because he he tweeted out talking about the 1997 <laughs> Florida game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was uh, LSU punter Zach Von Rosenberg has a monster punt down at the Aggies 8 despite being roughed on the kick. And uh, he quote-tweeted and said, I need a glass of wine. Um, Could he use some absinthe? He also hates Florida, I guess. That happens. He tweeted out, yes, I really don't like Florida. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. They they tend to be not very likable. But whatever. Uh, I'm cool with it. Whatever. Um. Uh, and, all right. So the last XFL player that I'm looking forward to is former South Florida quarterback DJ Daniels. Um, oh yeah. I forgot about I know, DJ when Daniels. he was when he was in college. I just really liked him for whatever reason. He was just like that entertaining quarterback, uh, Super Bowl champion, BJ Daniels. By the way, um, he was with the Seahawks when Percy Harvin fought Golden Tate uh, in the locker room, <laughs> and then they beat the Broncos. Uh, moved to receiver a few years ago, but it looks like he's trying to play quarterback in the XFL again. I believe he played quarterback with the Salt Lake Stallions of the AAF. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Something about him, I've just always liked him. His birthday is actually two weeks from today. That's cool. Um, yeah, I just I've always been a BJ Daniels fan. I'm excited to see him get another chance, and 
hopefully he can make the most of it. All right, and then lastly, um, speaking of old players. Oh, Jesus, right. This guy needs a lot of wine. <laughs> um, 35-year-old Robert Meacham <laughs> is going into the XFL. Actually, he needs to lay off the wine. There's no way he should have accepted this invitation. <laughs> Come on. I, I know he was kind of strapped for cash. He got scammed or something like that. I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Meacham. But, I mean... <laughs> You're not a big Robert Meacham guy. No, I'm not. He played in the uh, in the Canadian Football League last year. I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can find his CFL stats. So did BJ Daniels actually. Man, what team? What team did uh, Meacham play for? Uh, it's uh, a team. Was it the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders? It was not. It was um, the Richmond Rough Riders. Uh, what? <laughs> there's, there's... Oh no, he didn't play the CF. That wasn't the CFL team. That was an uh, arena football. <laughs> oh my god, that's so much worse. <laughs> that's so much worse. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I just saw the name and assumed Canadian football. <laughs> so much worse. That's why you were like, no, Richmond. And I was just like, there's two Rough Riders in the CFL. There's like nine teams. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't they could come up with two different names. <laughs> They're like, no, we got to both be the Rough Riders. The Montreal Rough Riders. The, uh, our next team, the Toronto Rough Riders. <laughs> Rough Riders really uh, pulling away from the Rough Riders here. Oh man, I think the uh, I think they're looking ahead to their matchup against the Rough Riders next week. <laughs> um, oh my god! Oh, they made it to the championship. Good for them. Um, so this episode was really long. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and we most of it's the... Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> the longest episode. <laughs> it really was the longest pod. Oh man, we told people it was going to be a long a long week. Yeah, no, we warned him. It's fine. Um, listen, and you can't tell. This was a great episode. This is a great episode. Honestly, while we were recording it, I was thinking like half an hour ago. I was like, this is like one of my favorite episodes. Oh, 100%. This has been a fantastic episode. Um, I can't uh, can't wait to get a message from like Ross or someone saying that they didn't finish it. Uh, no, Ross is great. Uh, shout out Ross. Can't wait to get a message from Mike being like, fuck you guys <laughs> for just whatever <laughs> joke we made about him. Mike's Brucey. <laughs> Actually, Mike's Tracy Morgan. <laughs> oh my god. This is going to suck if, they, if they're not a big Adam Sandler guy. <laughs> Mike's oh. Tracy Morgan and Devin is Brucey. Um, so thanks for listening guys <laughs> does it for us. you're both quitting um, <laughs> uh, we need we're looking for two big tin people to host a big tin podcast <laughs> um <laughs> thanks for listening um i hope you enjoyed this episode um can't wait for football this weekend it's great 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 weekend oh man uh yeah i'm gonna be able to watch Oklahoma, Texas, and LSU, Florida. I'm going to be so exhausted. That happens. Are you going to, are you going to be able to watch uh, Oklahoma, Texas? It starts at 11. Live? 
Yeah, it starts at 11. Doesn't it start at 11 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you going to be at game day? Oh, that's true. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to miss like the first quarter. Game day ends at 11. Uh, I didn't know if like the live experience was like going on. No, once game day ends, it ends. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they still like did things. No. Because, you know, I live in New York. We don't get game day ever because we don't have college teams. Unless they no. want to pull up to Rutgers. Game day is a fantastic experience. I recommend it to anyone. Um, free to go. Free to go. Uh, you just got to show up a little early. So I'm going to show up at like 4.30, maybe 5. Um, just so I can be in the pit. Um, I think I'm going to drag Maddie to that. That sucks. Oh, you mean Madison one seven three four nine? She changed her name. Now it's Madison Ann. You mean Maddie? I can't believe Maddie really made her Twitter handle just her name and then her phone number. <laughs> She's really desperate. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. I'm just gonna... Maddie, her phone number. Please love me. <laughs> I mean, you're not. You're not wrong. You didn't have to say it. Um. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> she did say I think she was going to listen to this episode, so I'm sorry. 105? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, yeah we're at the triple digits. <laughs> did you not notice that this episode is an hour and 40 minutes long? <laughs> I knew it was long. I didn't think it was an hour and 45 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Worth I just saw my neighbor walking around in the kitchen. Like, bro, it's 115. I know you're high as shit if you're walking in the kitchen right now. Uh, what do you mean? It's only 1215. I hate you. <laughs> I'm never not going to make that joke. Um, it's a, it's after midnight, and I see you walking in the kitchen. I know you're high as shit. <laughs> um, what do you mean it's after midnight? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yourself. I'm looking for a new uh, a new podcast co-host. Um, Ross. And that uh-huh. the current podcast co-host, you can find him on Twitter, at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter, at Dewiness underscore Brandon. You can find the show on Twitter, at Whole9Sports. Um, you can find Adam Sandler on Twitter at Adam Sandler, I think. Probably. Probably. I mean, I, who else would have at Adam Sandler? Now I have to check. Yeah, we have to do that. We also have to tell him to, uh, leave reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's at Adam Sandler. Um, Murder Mystery, now streaming on Netflix. Has been for a little while, man. <laughs> for a little while. Um, he's active on Twitter, semi. I'm gonna tag him when the episode comes out. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Um, you can find, uh, I'm going to add him right now, actually. Yeah, go okay. ahead, continue. Um, <laughs> you can find, uh, find us on iTunes and Spotify, please, and leave us a review and subscribe and follow. Um, and yeah, just please support us, talk to us, um, and talk to us on Twitter because we're on there constantly, um, looking for stuff to do and go read, uh, whole nine sports articles, um, yeah, I think that about does it. Brandon, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Longest Yard, actually. Is it really? I love that movie. It's so, so good. Much. I think it's like, I think it's I so star studded and hilarious. I think I still have to go. Adam Sandler. I mean, I've... <laughs> <laughs> what? What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Adam Sandler. <laughs> Listen. I'm losing my mind. All right. 
<laughs> the good water boy. Um, that's just because you're from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. Um, no, it's definitely a. Oh. What? I I, just, I I'm not sure actually because I was thinking longest yard, but then I just remembered pixels. There's also. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. He has so many good movies. The Billy Clicks, Madison, great. The Wedding Singer. Yeah, he has. He had so many. Fifty First Dates. Probably well, not his best, but it's still good. Um. Yeah, he has so many good movies. Uh, Anger Management's great. Mr. <laughs> Deeds. It. Uh, Chris Farley was in fucking Billy Madison. I just remember that. Mm-hmm. He's just a bus driver that he's like. He's fantasizing about being with his teacher, and Chris Farley's just like in a tank top, just like sitting there in an undershirt. What? Uh, oh man, Chris Farley. Love I can now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <sighs> Funny so People was a great movie. Oh my god, I forgot about that movie completely. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, yeah, all right. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> Sorry for making it this long. Right. Uh, leave a review and let us know what your favorite Adam Sandler movie is. Okay, yeah. Please add us on Twitter. Leave us a, leave it. No, actually, yes. Leave us a review with on your iTunes. favorite Adam Sandler movie. Don't on like, iTunes. tweet us a review. We don't want that. Don't tweet us a review. Don't tweet us your favorite Adam Sandler movie. We want you to write a review with your favorite Adam Sandler movie. Um, And yeah, that does it. Bye. Jesus Christ. That was such a long episode.